welcome back to the shelf. Yep. Um, today we have with us uh, our finance PT, Bianca. Now, I'm not going to, Bianca joined us in season two, Camp 5-3, where you asked us actually, how physical are we with our PT, with our finances? Uh, you asked us about our relationship with money, um, and you asked us, if, do we commit time to spending time with our finances as we do with maybe socialising, going out for a drink, maybe even going for a walk, who knows? Investing in that Friday bottle of wine. Exactly. And um, it would be great if our listeners can uh, let us know if they are committing this time. We'd love to hear from you. So Bianca is back with us and I'm not going to really do a bigger intro because you know who Bianca is and not only that Bianca's gonna tell us what she's been doing since she last joined us on the show but just before I do that I just wanted to let our listeners know um, that we've got some plans uh, we celebrated our first year anniversary uh, our first birthday if you like thank you um, so the shelf is one year old and we are so, so uh, super excited, super grateful. Uh, Lydia and I sat down around this table a year ago, just got out a couple of microphones and off we went. And we are being listened to in 21 countries around the globe, which I think is phenomenal. Um, so yeah, so we've been reflecting what's gone well, what we can do more of. We wanna hear from our listeners. Uh, so please let us know what you think. Um, and also, um, yeah, there's going to be more of us everywhere. So that's our um, that's our vision. Yeah, really. Just to interject a little bit, it's like um, we were just saying to Bianca. You know, it's it's really hard to like, and even with this conversation, it will be like a stepping out of what might be your comfort zones. But you know, without the stepping out, whether that be your finances whether for us it's actually engaging with more video content and let me tell you it's uh it's almost I can put the finances and video content in the same bracket as frightening our <laughs> <laughs> well, finance PT is gonna make it all easy for us yeah so um my magic wand absolutely without further ado Bianca tell us all what you've been up to since you joined us on the show Right. Wow. Well, um, what have I been up to? Um, I did a, an interesting talk the other, um, the other week, actually. Um, actually, it was last month that I did it about, and it was two, you know, financial planners. It was within a um, sort of financial planning um, virtual conference, it was at the time, um, about how we can address the advice gap um, sort of individually um, and it was quite funny because I was basically saying you know how we can help people who, who don't have a lot of money and I'm not saying that you know people were kind of like you know shocked but they were like oh right we could Why? do that. Why? <laughs> no it was like it was like right we could do that yeah we, we I guess we could and I was like <laughs> like we, we could do that yeah um and I feel like um you know it's not they don't have to have the same vision as me because there are plenty of people who need um financial help and advice um who who do have who do sort of fit into the more um traditional sort of high net worth pre retirees um, that traditional um, target market. So, you know, people don't have to go out of, out of that. Um, but if they do want to, actually, you don't have to, like I was saying to them, you don't have to change your whole business model. You can actually do it within the confines of what you already do. Um, and so they were like, oh, wow, that's, you know, wow, those are some really good tips and, and ways to do things. I, I know I keep saying we nobody needs tips, but they needed some tips so I gave them some tips um so I found that to be really really good and it was really well received I won like a little award for it which was quite well, nice I saw we bigged you up hard on LinkedIn yeah. yeah it was cool because I don't know public speaking just you know not conversation yeah as this is yeah. but just you know me there with the camera is not necessarily uh my 
comfort zone. Um, I've just told you about our oh, biggest exactly. fears. <laughs> you, you're not, you're, you know, you're going to get all sympathies here, but again, go. at the same time, Bianca, that's uh, it. you need to step out of those little comfort zone areas. That's exactly it. That's exactly what I, what I did. And I thought, you know what, actually, there's a lot of people I kind of need to be speaking to. I can't just do it one-to-one all the time. Mm. So there was a whole speaker and influencer program there. And as part of that, I think there's going to be a bit more um, uh, opportunities and sort of things like that coming down the pipeline, which is nice. Oh, hello. Yeah. So I would say a question that I have for you with regard to, you know, the kind of crisis that we're all surviving under yeah, mm. definitely not thriving. You know that we've got a petrol crisis. Food is more expensive, and um, gas and electricity. And we know that there's going to be another rise in October. And so I hope our listeners are, you know, keeping a lookout for that because I think you know the summer might be here. People will forget about their heating until October hits when they get hit with another uh, rise. Yeah. You know, so from so for me, how then would you? suggest because it's harder now more than ever yeah so there's a lot to kind of to kind of do in the meantime if we're thinking about October as a a kind of um almost a deadline almost a hard deadline there's a lot you can be doing in the summer think about you know the ants right they they store up everything in the in the summer right um sorry I've just got a bug's life in my head Christmas it was like what about the what about the reindeers <laughs> so so I think there's a lot that 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 can be done when the devil you know right you know this is coming up and you know where the trend is going yeah. um and it's important to kind of look at yes what you can reduce now yeah. what is not necessary now um what you can get rid of as well now um almost like a a start stop and continue Mm. kind of approach exactly exactly and then also kind of think about how you can how each and everything that you do either gives you value or makes you feel because there is often a a cheaper way to get the same thrill (laughs) if that makes sense There's often a way that um, that you can either kill two birds with one stone, or there's often a way that you can get the same feeling from that um, particular purchase or whatever it might be without um, spending as much as you might be doing currently. So, you know, um, we think about the coffee at, if we're going into the office at work, or if we just pop out, for I don't know a, a Starbucks or whatever it might be what does that coffee make you feel is it that you get that social benefit because you go there with your you know your work bestie mm. do you just really enjoy a well-made coffee is it something that um makes you feel I think there's a little bit of luxury in the middle of your day Whatever it might be, think about that goal and how to get it in a way that, you know, might be, you know, better on the pocketbook, as it were. Um, so then in, in advance of that, you can start to be doing those, those smaller changes and keeping the proceeds. Um, and then once the, once the time comes, you'd be like, OK, well, I've already done this or I already have a plan to do x y and z because you might not be able to to get it all done you know in the was it four months between now and then mm-hmm. um but you know you've got you've got that kind of a plan and you can you can go you can go forth with that and it will help you in a lot of different ways that you that add up you might not see it immediately mm. um and then like i say that you know funnel into the big thing that's coming up so it could be the fuel crisis or you know you might be saving for a holiday or you might be you know you might be about to have a baby whatever it might be once you know that there's a hard deadline you can start to put these things into place up front um now that's not necessarily going to i mean some we're seeing that some people might be getting like a 500 pound um increase in their 
in the energy prices um, or the energy costs over the over the you know the next year starting from October or starting from now whenever it whenever it is that starts um and you know skimping on a coffee is not really gonna <laughs> not gonna do that yeah. um but I think at the end of the day you've got to take things in bits you're not going to have one size fits all right you need to do this and then that will help you that will help your entire problem you've got to see it from different angles so you know there's like you were saying stop start reduce I think you were saying continue so, there we go stop start continue um and I would add reduce I think um as well to that to, to those three and then you might want to think about um ways that you might want to increase your income I think after you've gone through the ways to be more frugal because there's no point in making more money to spend <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not that's not gonna help you um but you know after all of that you're like look I've squeezed and squeezed I cannot squeeze anymore because you know this is going to really impact my mental health because you can't really you know if you live like a hermit forever apart you know you, you can do it for a small period of time great but if you do that forever then even what's the what's the point right <laughs> you, you just that's that's what your brain starts to feel it's just it starts to think it's just like well I'm just struggling here right what's the point right. and I'm just existing um, actually Exactly. And everything is a battle and you don't have those little moments. That's why I was talking about the value. You don't have those little moments of luxury. You don't have those, um, those areas of your life that you need, like as a human being that you need, but you know, that are currently costing you more money. So, so you, 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 you then might tend to, um, rebel against it or push back or just be like, ah, forget forget it. it. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to do this X, Y thing. Um, so that, so you can do that for a little while, but not for long. So then you might want to think about, you know, increasing your, um, your income. And that can be done in a number of different ways. You don't necessarily have to go all, you know, like side hustlepreneur and create a giant, you know, um, a giant thing about it. People are doing or jobs, people are renting out their services, people have a talent they want to do, they want to um, just make available to others. Um, and also people do skill shares, skill swaps. So it might not be that you're going to get money, money, but you might get something that is valuable out of it and that you can use towards, you know, the rest of your, your lifestyle. I can see you've got something to say, sorry. Yeah, um, so just on the side hustle uh, point, we did a live, campfire for valentine's day okay and that was one of our topics we were talking about um side hustles and stuff and valentine's, actually international women's day, international, international women's, women's sorry, day. Not day we've got so many of them people you know just keep listening <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we were talking about side hustles and actually more and more people are um yeah. and doing it and and actually with the current climate that we're living in these may become more of a necessity than actually just something that we were doing for pleasure, because actually we do need a bit of extra cash to help us out with the increase in fuel, increasing gas, as you're saying. So maybe that is something that people, you know, may, may explore more so now. Yeah, exactly. But I would also say, again, they take a lot of time, mm. especially at the beginning. So like I say, exhaust your, your frugality, methods at least to, to, the, to the most that you can before kind of jumping into that I would say um, at least mentally even at least say at least think about the ways that you can be frugal before you go there just because look we're going to be we are working more as a society we are super busy if you if you've got kids or are an active you know auntie or whatever it might be you know that time is really really precious so it's not it's not something to be taken lightly because again, being too busy can also impact your, your, your mental health. It can also, you know, um, put you in that state of constantly being on and not having the downtime mm. to be able to again, enjoy life. So it's all about balance. And for some people, the math just doesn't work out and, you know, that's just how it has to be. Um, and I'm not saying, you know, that, you know, that's, um, 
that that's necessarily bad for for that person for whom, like I say, maths is maths. I, I don't know if I've said that before, but maths is maths. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. If it's not if it's not working out and you have to put more into your side hustle, it's making you incredibly busy, um, and giving you more stress because there will be there will be more stress. There's there's more expectation. There's more things that you have to fulfill. Of course, there's going to be more stress. Um, then I would say definitely again try to carve out those those moments those those times and try to get as much help as you can with the business as you as uh, I don't know who might be around you that might be able to help you again with skill shares um just try to that's something that I that I, I know a lot of people say a financial advisor or planner will basically tell them to you know live off big beans and and save everything but but for what I do and how I try to um, work with my clients it's definitely about you've got to be enjoying your life now before any dream that you have can actually make sense it doesn't make sense if you are not enjoying your life now that dream is going to lose its luster it's going to not seem as as shiny if if you're struggling with your day-to-day currently. So just keep that sort of mental health, that kind of um, uh, lens on so that you're not um, overextending yourself in one way or the other. So frugality um, or not extending yourself with you know too much spending or again, not extending yourself with, um, overextending yourself with you know, side hustles and, and things like that. Let's, let's try and keep a little bit of balance and put them together like a jigsaw puzzle. Mm. Um, almost like um, marginal gains, a little bit here, a little bit there to get the exactly. overall thing without losing you yourself entirely. Right, exactly, exactly. Um, and it's just, it's just one of those things where you, we know it's coming and it's going to be hard and mentally preparing yourself that you know, things are going to be a little bit more difficult um is something that we, sh- we should also be doing you know whilst the sun shines um and I also think that getting together with people who sort of share almost the same because you're never going to have someone who's going to be exactly the same as you right but to get together with people who have a similar um viewpoint or you know even just opening up to your friends and family about why you're not you know I can't think of why you're not uh, attending the big um girlfriend's holiday or why this and this and that and that and actually getting other people's creativity in on it is actually something that you can kind of um you can leverage off and then it doesn't seem like you're giving something up it's actually all of us are getting together to think about how we can have maximum fun sustainably yeah, and I would say, you know, one part of, well, the creation for the shelf, actually, you know, it's very apt that we should say this, was for us to spend time together because mm. we were finding, actually, it it was quite hard to get us all together, um, you know, and have our little chats and everything. Yes, we could do it on the phone very quickly, but actually meeting up as people and, you know, uh, taking time out. So, you know, the recording of the shelf, actually working together, you know, has um, created that time for us in such a way that we're actually multitasking because we, we, we're we working on the side hustle at the same time. That's it, that's it. It's like how many birds with one, I don't even know, like three, four birds. Yeah. <laughs> just exactly. massacring these birds. That's what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. When, you, when you talk about Bianca coming together as a family and talking about and bringing that creativity, sometimes it's not really easy, is it? When, oh. you know, for people to come and share even with family you know when um so how how did would you is there any tips that you can share with us and how you can um you know maybe help that conversation or help that dialogue to open it even up open it up for people to 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 come and be open about the situation to allow others to help and support because you know we may have I can think of a couple of people in my family and even thinking about myself going back some years um you know there could be a lot of people out there that don't quite know how to make those steps what would what would your nuggets of uh, information in, in, that you could share with us I feel like this is very much a 
a personal thing. And I feel like, because people hire, people, not, not even hire, but people go to their financial advisors um, and financial planners and go like, what do I do about, you know, cousin Vinny? Like, like how do I deal with this? And, and it's never one size fits all. So that's my giant caveat at the beginning, but it's not necessary. Um, nugget number one, I guess. It's not actually necessary to disclose everything, especially at once, because, you know, you, you know how it could get and how, and how ready other people are to receive your information, to share theirs, where they are in their money um, mindset, how they, all of those things. Um, so, you know, there's lots of financial um, advisors, maybe not here, but definitely in the US, they actually say, you know what, come as a family. And I, oh, as an extended family, so if it's grandma and grandpa, come as a, a total family. And actually we're gonna work all together on this. Mm. um and and that kind of sets the sets the scene they, they, they are hired by i don't know uncle who or grandma or grandpa but actually bringing everyone together to say look this is our wealth and these are these are the assets that we have how do we build on these and not you know one person's building the other one's taking away and you know who's feeling resentful and blah blah blah, blah. there are people who do that um for myself I sort of um I have a kind of um almost like a project based um offering as well where it's like okay it's not necessarily a a family thing but it's basically what big problem do you have or do you need to to solve or decision you need to make and we'll work through it very specifically instead of you saying okay right we're going to work on all of your finances 360 degree view yes we will we have to get that view but it's for that specific thing so there is that secondly I think that it's kind of a slowly slowly gradual thing then you might not ever get to that stage where you're all just like here's my bank statements guys <laughs> like, not good. you might not get there you might, might not get there. everybody out the room if we did that like, ah! <laughs> or or Ooh. on the other hand you know, everyone might bring it out and be like, oh, my goodness, like, what could we do, et cetera, et cetera. So, so you know, that's, that's a really big gamble to make, you, you know, and after listening to one, po- listening to one podcast, you're not going to be like, guys, here we go. Right. But well, that's your business if you are. <laughs> yeah. If you would like to, if you'd like to, that's the, don't say Bianca told you to. Hey? <laughs> <laughs> So, so it'll be it'll be the kind of thing where you say oh you know what I'm working on x y and z not necessarily saying you need to share two but saying whatever you're comfortable with saying and starting off quite small I'm not really hugely you know um able to do this particular thing but I can do that and you know if you'd like to ask or if you'd like to have a chat about why and where this is coming from etc cetera, etc cetera, let's have a chat um, but this is where I am currently, and I would like to help. I would like to be um, involved and included. I would like to do the thing that, you know, you guys, we always do, whatever it might be, a dinner or whatever it might be. But I have this particular issue. Can, I mean, I think that I can do blah, 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 and invite them to actually say, right, you know, well, is there something less, is there something that, that an idea that we have that that might be useful. So, you know, does anyone have any other ideas? I think I can do this, but does anyone have any other ideas? And let's have a chat about it. That way, you're not saying, you know, guys, tell me everything. And you're also not, you know, talking all of your business, but you're having that even a surface level conversation. And that even in and of itself is very, very useful. And it could doesn't saying it will but it could lead to a slightly deeper conversation next time it could lead to a change in the way that you guys you know do things it could lead to um building something that is you know even more deep and meaningful for example you know you guys starting up the shelf right you can build something that's even more deep and meaningful something that's going to give you you know it's going to take all your all of your boxes um including your financial ones so there's that too. Um, I think otherwise, I don't, I can't think of more things right now, I have to admit, because usually it is a case of knowing 
yeah. you know the, the dynamics mm. <laughs> and we need a little bit more information before yeah. to distribute the nuggets Bianca a little bit like that yeah because it's, it's definitely a case of you know some people are more defensive some people you know they are more avoiders so some you know for some people it's just not a great conversation to be having mm. especially you know if they might be triggered by something or you just don't know what's going to come out of it which is why I say start surface and then if positive if there's positive feedback then we can we can go a bit further and, and just to add to that you know again personal experience I've probably um I'd admit to being an avoider I'm nodding uh, my head I'd admit to <laughs> no being, not to Patsy for myself <laughs> I'd, I'd admit to being um defensive yeah this is going back some years for me personally um, so yeah, it is quite a journey that you you go on. But you again, as you say, you have to be open. You have to be willing um, to to take the advice that somebody might want to give you. So I think that's really valuable information, Bianca. Um, so I was just thinking about the younger generation. I um, we may have touched on this before. So you know, kids growing up now, they want everything now. They don't want to work for nothing. Not don't want to say they just everything's instant, isn't it? So what would you, um, you know, say to our, our young people coming up, you know, even just starting out work, um, making sure that they have good relationships? I mean, obviously, it starts younger than that to have the good relationships with money, but being able to maintain that and not get swept up with, you know, what's what's out there. They, you know, want the latest this, they want the latest that. And, you know, what sorts of um, nuggets or advice would you would you share and and I would add to that specifically because you know some of our young people are just getting their first jobs and things it's pensions you know things like that I think the under the 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 underlying thing that I would say is you've got to be a leader it's not it's not about following all the time you know what other you know what people are doing on Instagram and who's, you know, on the yacht and blah, 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 because you don't know their story. And it is, and it is about sort of looking into yourself and being like, do you know what? I'm going to turn this into a flex. I'm going to turn my pension into a flex. So it's, it's like, it's going to be like, look, you know, these are the great financial decisions I'm making. And not to say that you literally must be actually flexing on people, but to think of it as something to actually be proud of yourself about. Um, so I've put money into my pension. What you really should be doing is taking a look at what that pension is going to, is going to get you here five years in the future, 10 years in the future, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Because once you take a look at those numbers and you see them growing almost like of their own accord, which is the power of compound interest or compound returns, mm. like that is something that you can really get jazzed about. That's something that you can really get excited about. And I think that finding those things about your finances that you can get excited about is important as well. I think also the other thing is, is looking at what you really want out of life because you don't pictures whether they're yours or other people's are not representative of a life right so even even if you are going out and you're going to x place it's a bit like what i was saying before if you're going to x place and you're taking all the nice fancy pictures and you know you're I don't know, we went to a place that has like gold covered um, steak. <laughs> we did not order the gold covered steak. <laughs> mm. I was like, you know what I mean? Like gold flaked steak. And I'm like, that cannot taste nice. But anyway, let's... <laughs> it didn't taste nice though. Um, we didn't order it. I was just like, no. Listen, <laughs> I tell you the truth. What my role models are not necessarily, you know, those people who 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 flash the cash and it's, you know, high expenditure as a proxy for actual wealth. Because you'll see, you'll see a lot of people out there, they've got the high expenditure and they don't have the inner, I don't want to call it inner peace, but like the inner stability that, that goes with actually having the wealth. Yeah. 
I don't know. I, I would say so. It's almost like, and 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 you know, don't. I, I'm saying this in these generalistic terms. Yeah, old money. Yeah, you've grown up with money. You know how to deal with money. It's part of your everyday life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you your relationship with it in the way that you see it is very different. Now you could be quite a. a you, some people are quite frugal with that because they have money and they understand um, the inherited wealth aspect of things. Yeah. Or some people could be just very loose with their money because they know they have money. New money people, people who have just come into money, this is all new to them. You know, so actually they've got all this money, but they're not spending it wisely. So it's almost like having a kind of bougie lifestyle with no backup. There's no foundation. So it could all in the same in the same Where flash way that they got, got it, it, it could it. be gone. Yeah. 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 And I think there's a, so so. I was, talk- I was actually talking to my husband about it um, and we were just, I was just looking out the window. We're driving in central London for some strange reason. Why we would be driving in central well, London? It was that was to get the flaky, the flaky estate then? Um, actually, it was, the, it was the day before because my birthday was on the 12th and our anniversary was on the 13th of June. And it was to get my birthday cake. That's what it was. Oh. Um, so the, the bakery was in central London somewhere. Anyway, so driving through central London, and you know you're seeing quite well-heeled people they're walking about and they they seem very relaxed etc cetera, etc cetera. and you know they've got their little polo whatever um brand name or whatever it is never anything super flashy but you know got their little thing and you can tell that you know the way their pants fit is not is not primarily you know it's, it's not it's not um and so we we think about how people um especially our people, unfortunately, I'm sorry, but especially our people who look at that and they see she or he is wearing that awesome thing and is relaxed. If I have that awesome thing, I will also feel and be the same way. And it's not. The fact is, is that because they can afford it, this thing means nothing to them right now. It's just a comfortable t-shirt. It's not the T-shirt that will, you know, start being itchy or it's going to change its shape next, you know, in the in uh, in after a few washes or whatever it is. They bought it because it's a comfy T-shirt mm. and they can afford a bleeding comfy T-shirt. Okay, even if the comfy T-shirt is 48, 48 pounds, 48 pounds for the comfy T-shirt. They're like, Meh, I prefer, I, I'm, 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 you know, whatever I'm doing is getting me more than 48 pounds and I'm going to be comfy whilst making that extra however much thousands of uh, thousands of pounds and therefore actually I need a comfy t-shirt right um and we're there striving and struggling for the t-shirt we don't we don't we don't even have time to think about whether it's comfy or not does that make sense Mm -hmm. we're there striving for the t-shirt or for the car or for the house or whatever it might be and we don't have any of those associated benefits. We don't have the peace of mind. We don't have the extra income. We don't have the knowledge that our kids are going to a great school. We don't have the knowledge that the tax man isn't getting all our money as soon as we, as soon as we kick the bucket. We don't have any of those um, benefits. We just, we just have a t-shirt. Um, and that's an important thing for our young people to realize and understand. And that, yes, you can buy one, two T-shirts. It's a T-shirt after all, right? You can buy one, two T-shirts, but if it's okay and, and, and wear them for special occasions and please do re-wear all of these, you know, things. But if it's a case that the T-shirts are not, um, are not a byproduct of a great relationship with money, relaxation, like that relaxation of your mind to say, I can buy the t-shirt is value in and of itself because you're not you're not there hustling you're not hustling for the t-shirt you don't have to you know do all of these things in order to seem wealthy but you are just wealthy and yeah. for me that's 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 again you're the playing it's not a role that, it's not a role exactly that's the that's the greatest flex where you can just relax you might not be able to do some of the other things right that 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 person can do and that's fine not yet but you've got a plan in place so that you can actually get there and you can actually say right 
this again is not is not a thing for me. So for example, me, I bought, we bought the car that we have in the pandemic for the pandemic. Cause I was like, listen, anyhow I get COVID or anyhow I think I get COVID, I don't want to actually get COVID on the bus on the way to the hospital to see if I got COVID. <laughs> I don't want, I don't want that. I want to be able to go back and forth because unfortunately I've got autoimmune things. So I'm in the vulnerable group. So we bought a, we bought a car. Um, I swear it's like 10, 15 year old Nissan Micra. And I am very, very happy with this car. I know that I can get from A to B. We go on like little family trips to the beach. Um, I have a five-year-old. I don't know if I said this last time, but well, she's five now. I don't know how old she was. She's five. Anyway, <laughs> we go to the beach. Those are fantastic days. It doesn't, it's, you know, um, ULES, so ultra low emissions. It takes us where we have to go. It was literally owned by one female, clearly a hermit owner, because there's like no mileage on the thing. And for me, I'm super proud. And then, you know, you, you think, oh, this is a financial advisor or a financial planner. Like, you know, should be there in a Lexus or a, or a Tesla or something like that. And I'm like, listen, I will drive this car until the wheels fall off. This is because that extra money in my bank account means that I can do so many more things. Yeah, yeah. It goes back to what you were saying about the value of the, you know, what it is to you, you. Yeah. What you spend it on. Can you get that same value with something else? Yeah. Right. And it's, um, yeah. And it's also like, so for me, I'm not really a car person. So I make, I'm, yeah, I was, and I was going to say that was a really good analogy there because for me, I couldn't care less what car I drove. I really, because for me, it's the literal getting from A to B that's important to me. Mm. You know, I, I just want to know that the car's not going to break down or anything like that. But again, it goes back to the value, doesn't it? Because I have a different yes. view, but I my value, I guess, is higher. So I have different values on on the car. But you know, but you like cars. You might like, even you might like cars. You don't like I don't know exactly. shoes or yeah, I do. But okay, let's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you something though. I went for lunch the other day. I'm not going into the office often once a week maybe went for lunch I thought I was treating myself went to Marks and Spencer's because I don't go there often of it and I nearly had a heart attack with this the cost of the sandwich and, oh my goodness and, and a drink or something so when yeah. you're talking about value I was thinking actually is this really worth what I'm paying for it that you know right, right. I was just like what the hell man Right. And then also, to be honest, I tell you the truth, I make some fantastic sandwiches. Oh, okay. I make great sandwiches. I'm not, listen, if I have to brag about something, <laughs> it's the bread. So, so my, there we go. So my daughter, she won't eat a store bought sandwich now. She won't eat it. She's like, I, I, what is this? I won't eat this. Yeah. Because, yes, you know, when we're going on our little beach trips, I will, I will listen, I don't scrimp. <laughs> no wonder you you're know, scrimping on the micro. Yeah, that's it exactly. Scrimp on the micro, so I don't have to scrimp on my tuna when yeah. I'm when I'm putting my tuna sandwiches or my cheese or the nice bread yeah, to my yeah. bakery up the road that makes fresh. Like, I, do you know what I mean? Stuff like that where I can say, mm, like I walk past it and I'm just like, mm, like I can make the best sandwich out of that or whatever it might be where you're finding that joy mm. um and it's from something that you do yourself you 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 were never going to get joy out of that Marks and Spencer sign no you you your belly <laughs> would your belly would have still been hungry yeah. rambling and you'd be like I spent five pound on this oh, right yeah and it's and it's and it's uh, what what kind of sandwich was it let me just let me just ask it wasn't a BLT was it it was a BLT I knew it right Bacon, lettuce, tomato. Tomatoes. What joy are you getting out of bacon, lettuce, tomato? Yeah, that's that's your five pound could do you for the week. But right, or yeah. you could just, or you can add. You can even get an avocado. What one, two pounds in 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 Sainz, even in Sainsbury's mm. yeah. shop, <laughs> even in Marks and Spencer's itself, one two pounds from from I'm avocado. Going back in there again, anytime. So, no, but you can go there and get your ingredients though. Some nice fresh good quality ingredients 
and put it all together and make yourself a deli- like a, pr- a sandwich you can be proud of. <laughs> you can you can do it and do it exactly mm. your way. Mm, you can nice do bread, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm, 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 that's all I'm saying. Like those little moments of joy that you've created now, you wouldn't have had that with the store bought BLT, right? You 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 probably wouldn't have had it. Maybe you might you might love Marks and Spencer's sandwiches, and that might be the thing that you keep, right? And everything else can go to dogs. <laughs> you know what I mean? That might be the thing that you that you that you stabilize and 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 you keep. Um, or you know whatever non-negotiable as long as they're not all non-negotiables yeah. <laughs> as long as like one or two that's great yeah. and that's because again that links back to what you're saying about enjoying life for today isn't it because right. you have to you have to have something otherwise what is the point mm. what is um, exactly. what yeah. is the point exactly and I suppose with that BLT in defense for you Patsy <laughs> we're all working from home isn't it so actually you are saving yeah, that yeah, you could look at that as a treat, but really, it was going to be a dry sandwich. Yeah, it it was. It might have been dry. I don't know. I don't know. You only you have experienced the sandwich, <laughs> but it sounds like it might have been a bit dry. <laughs> and just for our viewers, when we're, when we're what's it called, we've said to you we're going to have loads of events over things. So if we ever get to experience Bianca sandwiches, we'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there we go. I'll make you a delicious one, and I'll make a macaroni pie too. Just to just to just to just to flex some more. That's one thing I can do as well. But yeah, so it's one of those things whereby, um, and back to the young people thing is, it's about decisions and um, and even experiences that you can be proud of in and of yourself. No matter what your friends are doing, no matter whether or not other things seem very, very far away, but things that you can be proud of in the moment are important. Another thing is, is that just understanding that you can get rich real quick or that you can get rich with a lot of certainty from starting when you're younger. Mm. And that is really important. Now, whether it's in your pension, you might think to yourself, okay, it's like however many, you know, decades away, but think about it from before even, because, you know, even if you're talking about 30 years from now and you're 20, that's 50, that's before you probably at pensionable age, you will very likely be exceedingly rich in, in your pension. And because of the mindset that you have used to put your money into your pension, that often means that that spills over and you're, you're making great decisions on other things as well. Mm-hmm. So in your pension, outside of your pension, it is almost, again, like I say, math is math. It's almost a mathematical certainty that you will be able to achieve a level of comfort, a lifestyle, even if you want to talk about expenditure, level of expenditure that you might only be dreaming of right now from starting early and putting a little bit away. Right. Mm. It's funny because my dad, um, my dad always used to say that when he was growing up always now I've got two contrasting uh parents and bless my mum she's no longer with us but she's probably listening over us now but my mum was very much like I'm living life for today I'm I you know I can't take it with me I'm spending everything now yeah my dad on the other hand was putting everything away saving ices this that and the other saving for a rainy day my mum wasn't having none of it I, you know, for a good chunk of my life, I was living like my mum, just enjoying everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, my later years, then, you know, shifting mindset, changing the way I do things, my relationship with money. It, it's really, it, it's actually very interesting when, when I look back and see, but yeah, very, very different um, relationships with money and mindsets. Um, yeah, we we grew up in, but yeah, my mum was just like, well, I can't take it with me, so I'm enjoying every penny of it right now. Well, well, if you think about it, a lot of the time, it's the people in the relationship who are more frugal that are kind of funding the, the you know, more in the moment yeah. lifestyles. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some people, that works. You know, if mm-hmm. if one of them has you know that mindset and ensures that 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 the the family is grounded in that way um then you know a, a bit of frugality here a bit of frivolity here or there doesn't make that much of an impact um 
or is tempered somewhat. Mm. Um, but yeah, the way that your mum could have that way of, of thinking is potentially partially because your dad was the other was the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. Um, because if they if they were both in that manner, yeah. not huge yeah. amounts would be. I don't know. I I I, I can only speculate, but it, it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like like there, there would be a lot of a buffer for 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 anything later or even for the present because you know buffer buffer is not not necessarily just for the for the long term, the medium term, the future. It's what if there's an emergency now, and that emergency never ever comes. There's never a convenient emergency time. It's not like yeah, exactly, and, and sometimes <laughs> they don't come on their own. And they do, exactly, exactly. And so for for a lot of people, they're afraid to actually look into the future. I think it's about thirty six percent, if I'm correct, um, of of people surveyed by. Um, think it, it it was YouGov or the money and pension service I can't remember which one it is but they're afraid and they are worried to look into the future because they have no idea where they're going mm. and it might manifest as oh I'm never going to think uh, uh, you know it might manifest as, as as sort of like a light a light-hearted way of saying it but in actual fact you do not know if your mom was actually afraid to look into the future because it's not of course it's not uh, planned or whatever it is but yeah. a lot of people even now even looking at you know month to month they are one emergency away from the house of cards coming all the way down it's kind of scary and there's you know there's you can find all these horribly depressing statistics i won't or do that anymore but there's another thing as well that I thought was very interesting so I think it was in the same study I can't I can never keep track of where I get my statistics from I'm sorry um but it was saying that um it was about employee um well-being uh, employee financial well-being and they were saying that roughly the same to the, the roughly the same proportion of um people on 90,000 pounds and above, so anything above 90,000 pounds, and people on 10,000 to 30,000 pounds a year, they have the same average level of financial well-being, being poor. And that's around 25%, if you average. So roughly quarter, a quarter of people on huge salaries and you know smaller to middling salaries same level of financial so is that because the people on the higher salaries are being frivolous with their money and not planning and not saving spending it you know it's it's the human condition then it's lifestyle creep it's you know not having that great relationship with finances it's you cannot take it with you it's the joneses it's all kinds of things but the fact of the matter is is that no matter what the reasoning is, and this is again coming back to why I do um, the finance PT, no matter what the reasoning is and, the, and whatever's going behind it, the fact is, is that those um, 90,000 and above salary people have access yeah. to people who can give them, give them that peace of mind. Mm. The, if they're feeling it, they're feeling it. That's, that's, you know, that's clearly not a good thing. But they can call up financial advisor, traditional financial advisor A, and say, this is my issue, um, you know, what can we do? And, you know, financial advisor A will be very happy to give them a tweak. It's a tweak for them. And that will sort everything <laughs> out. But those at the other end of the scale don't even have, they don't have, don't have the... Well, they don't, they they don't, don't have, have anything. They don't, they don't, they don't know. know where to go. Yeah. don't have the access. They don't, they don't have the access. And what, what we're seeing now is, is, is stuff. Remember what I was saying about the tips, right? They, you'll, they'll get the tips. They'll get DIY software with the tips maybe to say, okay, play around with that. And, you know, you've got a cash flow modeling software, but you don't have the expertise. You don't have someone, you don't have the attention. Mm. You don't have someone who knows what they're doing on your side of the table and you can have that if you've got more money yes. unfortunately i'm sorry yeah um and that's basically why i'm here is because no matter what it is the access isn't there yeah 
Yeah, accessibility, yeah. It doesn't matter, it shouldn't matter what you're on. It's whether your access to the same things is the same. Right. And even and even in that case, in the case of, you know, um, uh, C-suite versus, you know, a more ordinary person, that more ordinary person is going to need more handholding. That person in the C-suite, they've, you know, done whatever they have to do. They've probably saved some. They know about making more. If they divert some to, towards their pension and blah, 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 at, at a higher rate, that X that's still left is still more than mm. the other group's, you know, monthly salary or whatever it might be. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it doesn't take as much. Um, to get you back on track, yeah. To get you back on track and you have the access to do that. Yeah. So it's a whole lot of an easier... Um, Bitter pill to swallow. Yeah, exactly. Whereas on the other hand, you need more handhold. You need to do things very differently to before. It's not, and, and I will say to my clients, like it's not like I'm going to say, whoop de doo by the power of cash flow forecasting, I pronounce you rich. Like, it's not, it's not going to happen. But... It, it, it takes a lot from you as well. And it takes a different way to think. It takes mm. experimenting with different things. It takes, um, you have to have that accountability so that you are constantly getting that feedback. So when when next you come to, to, to speak to Bianca, I'll be like, listen, this is where you were. And I've got, you know, a thing where it's it's on one page where you see your financial life in on a, on a one page, one piece of it. Has that thing changed, you know, through, throughout, you know, be- between now and then there'll be some updates, stuff, blah, blah, blah. Has that changed between now and then? And you get almost addicted to the improvements, but you've got to see them first mm. and you've got to do them more regularly. And you've got to, to be able to visualize. I was going to say, when you see one, you got, you get a bit more confident and you'll see it's actually working Right. It makes you feel a bit better and it makes you feel like actually this is actually working. Whereas if you don't see anything, you're just thinking, what's the point? Nothing's going to change. So but it's hard. And I go back again to me. So quite a few years ago, it's a hard it's a hard journey and, you know, quite scary. Um, Especially when you first look at it. Yeah. That's the scary thing. I think that's the, where the most fear comes and that's what prevents people from actually talking about it because it's really scary. And, and knowing, you know, going back to, you know, those, those people that I was working with that only need the tweak, they got scared just looking at where they're currently headed. And it's not, it's not a pretty sight, but that, okay, we're going to look at it. Whoa, sit down. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Get a, cup of, get a cup of water or whatever it is and then we're going to work on it and bit by bit month by month year by year that picture transforms listen it's no different from wanting to lose weight setting yourself small goals small steps you've got your target over here this is where you're starting from and you're going to get there but it's going to take time yeah. and again it's all mindset having the right mindset then anything is achievable but it's hard work and we all know that anything worth it is hard work isn't it so um it's just like that but with more maths (laughs) (laughs) but i think i think okay for me well more maths for me anyway not for yeah i i just if i if i really have to look at don't get me wrong yes i can look i can look it i don't know i i'm afraid of the future but then i'm not because when I look at my future, there are certain things that I've got now that I, w- I won't have in that future, you know. So actually, I will look at things like that and think I can recoup here. I look at my future and I think I'm not in the best place. But actually, by the time I get to where I think I'm going to be, when I can really think, OK, I, I'm not saying that I can't do some little steps now. But what I'm saying is, in my mind... I have to, there's a certain point that I need to get to so that I can actually, I can be frugal. I can do all of those things now. I'm not saying that I can't do those things, but actually when I look at it, some of the responsibilities I have, those, those are slowly going and I can see them going, you know, and which means I, I will retain more. It could mean that, but 
The problem is, do you know? Um, with some things, yes, there is certainty because if you're talking about children, how you know they're going to grow, they're going to do their own things. You, yeah. you are putting money. So what I'm saying is. I might be paying for lunches. I might be paying for this. I might be paying at some point. There are going to be no lunches, are there? Right. But what I'm saying is that that goal of that lifestyle of where you want to be. No, no, no. I wouldn't say it's the goal of a lifestyle where I want to be. I would say it's a it's a place where I then that's my line. Actually, I'm here. I've been frugal in these little areas here, but actually now. For me, I can look ahead and start thinking, okay, I can I can have some kind of financial planning. Do you understand more so than I've been able to have had before? Okay, okay. I feel I I I I think I get what you're saying. The only thing is, is that you've not tested that. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. I haven't tested it. So, so the problem is, is that well, no, actually, I, I, I take that back. I have tested it because okay, I would so say you've done like a, a cash flow plan, and you I, know I haven't done it. I haven't done it in those depths. But if I've done so, last year I sat down and looked through all of my stuff, and actually this year when I go back and look at, I, don't, I think I did it in November and look at my same stuff, I will have recouped more because I'm. There are certain things I won't be spending on in mm-hmm, this, this mm-hmm. year. So I, yeah, can, yeah. I can get those back. Yeah, yeah. The, the key is, I think what you said, is not redirecting those funds to something else. Do you, do mm-hmm. you understand? So what I'm saying is where you're saying be frugal, be, be keeping, exactly keeping it. keeping it rather than spending it on something yeah. else. Yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely agree. I think it's one of those things where you have, how do you say it's, it's one of those things where you have kind of a uh, an idea and it seems like it's all working out. And no, it doesn't. No, I, I don't think my, I don't think the idea ever seems I'm confused. I think no, what yes, you have an idea, but you you can't see whether it's working out until some of those responsibilities have gone. What you yeah. can do in the in in the here and now yeah. is be as frugal as you can. No. Yeah, but if you're, and I'm, I'm, I'm really speaking it from a place. If, if your outgoings are always more than what is coming in, that's ultimately just, just very unsustainable. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sustainable for a short period of time, but you, like you potentially, but you understand, and even in that, you are still being frugal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not that you're not being frugal within that. However, what do you do? Right. And where is it going? And where is it going? Well, I, I, for, for me, I can only talk about myself. In my in my respect, where is it going? Um, every year, it seems to get a little easier. I'm not saying it gets easier in the sense of, oh, my God, fantastic, whatever, whatever. But I can see little grains of light here and there. Progress, yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see progress. Yeah. But for me, it's a case of, yeah, you were right, you, you're right, looking at things and thinking, okay, well, I need to make some increases here and here take away some things here and here can I actually do that increasing salaries you know people are saying that there's more jobs and everything out there Mm, yeah there might be more jobs but I you know you need to there's other factors that you need to think about as well yeah exactly exactly. it's not just a case of actually the numbers of jobs being out there right right exactly and I think that the at the end of the day those are some things that you can help to that you can use to help yourself have that little bit more financial well-being Um, and sort of solve your yourself but I think there's not really a decent substitute for actual knowing yeah so and being able to because because at the end of the day we can predict to a certain level of 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 certainty what is going to go down and what's going to come up in at various points in our lives so yeah less fewer school lunches and more I don't know trips to the cinema or you know whatever it might be whatever kids do when they're older than five which I currently don't know when she gets to six I might know a little bit more (laughs) but you know what I mean like those kinds of things is that enough to actually get you where you're going and where is it that you're going um 
because again, this this hamster wheel that we're like that we're on, where it's just like go 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 go. And yes, I can see that this is getting better, and this is going to be something that's going to encourage me. But I don't know if there is a a, a decent substitute for okay. Well, actually, if we say that that this continues, this trend continues, where is that going to leave me in how many years? And then can that take me whatever whatever I've got by the time I retire or find financial freedom or semi-retire, whatever that point is, after that time has come and my income is a lot lower, will that, whatever I've done thus far, will it see me until I die? Mm. Mm. That is really difficult to... Yeah, predict. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and when you're seeing the 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 progress, by no means am I saying that's ah poo poo. That's just not that's you know not enough or whatever it is. It might well be enough. It might well be completely enough. But you don't know. Mm. You don't know. So then, you know, e- even if you're saying okay, well, look, let me just get a let me just get a snapshot. Um, or, or one projection of, you know, if nothing happens. What it, what am I, what's it looking like? Yeah, exactly. That will help. Yeah. To, to at least say, okay, well, you know what? Five pounds a, 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 a day on whatever it is that I'm saving well, is actually going to help me. Or, or do I need 10? Or do I need 15? Or do I need, do I need 7.53? Like, you know what I mean? Mm. What is the number? Where, what you know, what is actually put, pulling this in? And then if I make some different decisions on that, on another side. That you'll get there, yeah. Do you see what I mean? Mm. Um, but at the same time, you don't necessarily, you might not be in, in, a, in a space to do that. And for most people, that, um, that sitting together and mapping it out, like I say, the access isn't there. You will, you, you know, there are places that will give you, for example, I know there's one place that's, um, it's, it's sort of financial coaching and it's a big company. I don't want to say the name because I don't know if I should or if I could, but basically I actually thought, oh, they're doing something similar to me. I'm going to, um, actually work for them part-time because then I don't have to go and look for clients. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Ready access there. (laughs) Huh? Ready access that's it I'll be like okay great I'll I'll do some part-time stuff for them and then for the people who need a bit more hand-holding and stuff and a bit more actual expertise um then I'll work with I'll 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 do my own thing on the on the other side but this is just to like stabilize income so I went off and I researched and I went into what you know you know their application process and it was like okay well you know we we will do a basic financial plan for a basic cash flow model for them um and then they have access to it to do their own DIY plan how they're supposed to do their DIY plan I don't know and we will we are coaches we're gonna we're gonna coach them but um not for more than three hours a a year and you know people you know get told this so it's not it's not it's not a surprise it's like we're looking to coach you for about three hours a year and you pay every month. You've got a yearly contract, et cetera, et cetera. And again, and they will give you like, I think they give you like an action list and things like that to do, et cetera, et cetera. But three hours a year? Yeah. Mm. How, much is, and, how much time are you spending on a tax return? More than three hours. <laughs> maybe, maybe. And I'm, I know that there are people that get a lot of, you know, good out of this. I'm not saying what is going on. Sorry, um, I'm not saying that this is absolutely useless. Um, uh, a, a useless service. There are people who, for this is absolutely the right thing for them. They just need a nudge. Mm. But that is kind of the most comprehensive thing that I've seen thus far. To the extent that I would say, you know what, I could actually join them, <laughs> um, and and you know work with them. Um, that's the most comprehensive thing that I've seen thus far in terms of getting some actual expertise and getting someone on your side of the table for, you know, non-high net worth people. Mm. That's, a, that's a worry, hey? Yeah. 
three hours of three hours a year. Yeah. Sorry, haven't we almost been on an hour on here? Exactly. We, have, we haven't we, we haven't even scratched the surface. There we go. Two, <laughs> that's that's a third of our coaching done. If it was oh my god. So, so on that note, Bianca, um, mm. it's been amazing having mm. you back on the shelf. Um, and I think in the when we spoke last time and when you was on the first time, we were going to do series. So you will be back. You are a resident finance PT, which is absolutely amazing. So before I um, close up, where can people find you? Because I'm sure there's been a change uh, yeah. in your um, how you operate from when yeah. you last on. So tell our listeners where they can find you if they need to reach out. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm also not awesome with the social media. So let's let's um, give the email first. Um, that's Bianca at the financept.com. Um, it'll be in the show notes, I'm sure. Yes. So I don't need to sort of do papa indigo (laughs) (laughs) so there's that um there's also a website coming which is um thefinancept.com um just finishing that off and then i am also on instagram um but very very barely um so hopefully by the time this comes out it'll be the motivation between now and then for me to like quickly be for that you better get a move on because we'll be it will be publishing very very soon so what's your instagram is it called a handle handle what's your handle it's it's just the finance pt.co co instead of dot com so very very um and then of course i myself am on linkedin bianca williams um and then you should then put on the end cfp because there's quite a few bianca williams in the world yeah 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 so bianca williams cfp that stands for certified financial planner um and i think those are mostly the ways to get in touch with me um if you'd like to call me that's also fine um 07795 um that might change in the future but that's what it is right now so um thank you again bianca for owning your space on our show it's been a pleasure to have you back and we look forward to having you back again in the future um to our listeners thank you for listening thanks for staying curious yes just also to add to that um i think one thing that bianca said i think we can all really think about and so really quick takeaway is stop start continue reduce yeah (laughs) stay curious everybody bianca we love you we'll hope to see you again soon thanks so much